If you like what we're doing at Star Wars in Character and at NeoZaz.com, we kindly ask that you take just a few minutes to check out our new Patreon page. Patreon is an opportunity to support the show and help us produce more specials, series, and events in the future. Check out patreon.com slash neozaz to see our milestone goals for the future of the show and the network and the perks and bonuses offered at our different levels of support. We love creating content at Neozaz and love doing these shows. We have a lot more we'd like to do, and with this new Patreon page, we look forward to starting those projects very soon. To learn more, visit patreon.com slash neozaz. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash n-e-o-z-a-z. Is that a masturbation reference? Because the answer is yes. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today, we are talking about... I'm laughing already. <laughs> Why? Because they're making fun of the way that you introduce the show? I think so. I think so. I'm going to do it again. <clears throat> Today, we are talking about the catacombs <laughs> of Halloween Horror Nights. You said, Chris, you sounded like the, the eagle from the Muppets. Today, we are talking about the T-47 airspeeder. I saw him this weekend. Sam the Eagle? I saw Frank Oz in person. Didn't oh, meet him. Uh, yeah. I have that on. I'm listening to that one as as we speak, but today, so I'm I'm, I'm not done yet. Okay, I listen to that. I'm not happy. What? what? Oh, are you mad? Great, it's not my fault. The great movie ride sucked that day. I gotta tell you, I was like, I was like, we listened to the last special episode where you. I knew you were gonna trash the great movie ride. I'm like, listen to this. I listened with my son. I didn't trash it at all. I said, here's here's my evidence. Decide for yourself. And the people came on, and I'm sitting there the whole time shaking my head because those two assholes were the worst people I've ever heard. <laughs> I told you. Oh, my God. The guy especially. Look out. What the heck is that? Put a little something into it, buddy. Jesus Christ. There it is again. <laughs> They were awful. They brought shame to that ride. My favorite, and it's going to be my ringtone for you from now on, is when they're in the Wizard of Oz room and the girl goes like, which way do I go? Follow the Olympic Road? No, I didn't think of that. <laughs> I'm very disappointed. So if, if they do that, I'm going to Disney in just a few days and, <laughs> and staying with my good friend Matt and Christy. They're thankfully putting You know another up. Matt and Christy here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right down the street from you. And if somebody does that when I'm on the great movie ride, I'm going to stand up and let them have it. Like, you need to do something here. This is freaking Disney World. Put your back into it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, they were not trying. <laughs> well, are we back to Star Wars the Character? Today we are talking about. What is this, Jersey? Uh. <laughs> Airspeeder. Uh, okay, T47 airspeeder. Yeah, I couldn't breathe it for a second. <laughs> hey, do you know what the air, airspeeder? I wouldn't have known that before the last episode when you said that. I mean, I just know Tim said that he was doing the snow speeder, and he is. I don't know it by any other name, so I'm about to. Well, speeder appears in episode five, Empire Strikes Back, and many other fucking awesome video games. Yes. Um, here comes the best part of the show. My name's. You ready? <laughs> My name is Laser Cannon Chris. I like that. Is that good? That's, That's nice. Good. That's nice and steady. Thank you. Yeah. He's talking about his dick. <laughs> With my dick. Pew, pew. Today I'm joined by. This is kind of weak, man. I apologize. Battle of Hoth mission, man. Oh my god, that is terrible. Also about his dick. <laughs> I don't know how that works. To my right is Dean Borson Dave. Wow, at least mine was better than that one. Yeah, What's that's not about a dick. 
He's he's a technician for for the snow speeders. Like one of the guys that build it. I, I perhaps he's a, he's the Roscoe of the Star Wars universe. Hey Dean <laughs> and Toe Cable Tim. That's cool. I See, I was gonna say, why don't you use Toe Cable Matt for the TNT? I'm like, oh wait a minute, I bet he used it for Tim. <laughs> right, Matt, you know me well. Matt. I do, I do. I love you now again for a little bit. That's one That's of the good. best names you've ever done. What, Toe Cable Tim? Toe Cable Tim, yeah. Yeah? yeah. That actually sounds like a nickname that I would never get. Does that mean about dick too, That's Tim? about my dick. <laughs> yeah, it's about my dick. Camel I can wrap Camel. it around your legs and make you fall down. That's right. Walking down the street, pulling my latest behind me with my I, dick. I sat here for three seconds, like, like going, why did you say that? I get it now. It's like, <laughs> That was good. It's so big, I have to get Dak to release it. Wait, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, well, Tim, give us yes. a fact about T-47 Airspeeder, please. All right. The Snowspeeder, or more properly known, the T-47 Airspeeder, uh, is a, uh, well, it's a vehicle, obviously. <laughs> it's manufactured. And I wrote I wrote my I wrote my notes down like two months two months ago. So I'm I'm refreshing myself right now. A manufactured by Incom Corp. Uh, they are a repulsor lift company. Um, they also make the X Wing, the T sixteen Skyhopper, and this and this I, I found out they also had a hand in constructing Cloud City. Ooh. A full 400 years before the Battle of Yavin. Oh, 400 years. That's a long time. 400 yeah. years. So Cloud City is in its, I, I mean, I don't know if the Cloud City we see in Empire Strikes Back is 400 years old or if there was like a little Cloud City. It's like, or a little <laughs> like Cloud Providence and then it became a little city. But, uh, but yeah, they, they uh, constructed Cloud City. That's one of the coolest facts I've ever heard on yeah. this show. That Cloud City's that old, and that the same company that would make something. What do you say that they, they do like repulsors, like an Iron Man, like repulsor blast, repulsor lifts? Yeah, so like things that I guess you you move um, cargo uh, from A to B, and you don't drag it; you lift it up, sort of skim it across the surface or what have you to get it there. That's really cool. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. One thing I thought was kind of funny is I, I was I I clicked on the Incon Imcom Corp page and I think they have an advertisement. There's a there's a picture that's an advertisement and it has Dak for some reason Dak with a whole bunch of X Wings next to him, even though you never see him in X Wing. But it's they're advertising that they're making the X Wing for the for the rebellion, but why would they do that? Yeah. If you're yeah. going to put a target on yourself, just say, hey, and, and make a big billboard that says, hey, we make these for the rebellion. Yeah, uh, I heard would, something there in his voice there a little bit. <laughs> you, you would see. Uh, you, you would see the Empire just come and wipe out this entire corporation's factories and then so. that would be the end of it's it. It's like there is a source of all our trouble. That manufacturer <laughs> right there. Boom. Goodbye. Yeah, that's a good point. When it. <laughs> When, when you, I mean, when you start thinking about it, like this company making all these sh- ships and supplying the rebellion with it, it doesn't make sense. You, you, uh, you know, if it, it but it kind of seems a way like the rebellion uses three main ship, three or four main ship classes when they go into battle. You'd think the, uh, the, uh, someone in the empire could identify, hey, that's they're made by Incom. We should really do something about that. Yeah. Like, it's, couldn't they look up a patent or something? Yeah. Uh, it's it. I, well, you well you would think that there'd be like it would be like a ragtag band of ships. Like you would when fifty ships go into battle, you would see like forty different varieties. When when you think about it in that way, but that's kind of the thought I had for a while. Is that since there was the Y wings and the X wings, and then we saw the speeders, I always kind of thought they. They weren't really ordering them like fresh off the factory floor. They were like getting them at like wholesalers, wherever they could get uh, uh, working ships. I never really thought of them buying them as new and, you know, like I said, factory fresh. I always thought they'd go to another world that was warring like a decade ago and and has since retired their fleet and snuck them out under the under the radar, so to speak. I, I never thought they were like custom made for the rebellion. 
Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they are, and I don't think that's what they're trying to make you oh, think. But, okay, but at the same time, it sort of seems that way, right? Yeah. Uh, especially with on the income, their their advertisement showing a rebel pilot next to a bunch of X wings. But but I I think that in Lucas's mind that that wasn't the intention. Okay, who knows? Um, now this was this the. The snowspeeder is an is a uh, inner atmosphere vehicle. It can't go into space. Um, that's be my next question. Like, I guess that and a land speeder can't go up there either. There's on the ground all the time. Hence the word land. No, yeah. I, no, I, no. I uh, yeah. The uh, as a kid, I always thought that th- that these things could fly everywhere. You could fly. You know, if you wanted to go to the moon, you could take you, you could take the snowspeeder to the moon. Because how high can you go in these things? Like, like what's the limit? You know what? I don't know. It doesn't really say. Oh, <laughs> it, it does. It doesn't really say in the uh, in the description. Um, it's funny. I was thinking, don't yawn, don't yawn, and then well, as soon as you tell yourself not to yawn, <laughs> it's like a giggle loop. Yeah. But yeah, so this it's not designed to go in. It probably has a combustion engine inside it, and that would prevent it from from going. I but I don't know. Well, you would think something that small. It, yeah. it has a tiny little, you know, windshield. On yeah, that's it. true. <laughs> like it's just it's raising and lowering, like the like the toy did. It's something that would go in space. It yeah. Uh, the they wouldn't have the capabilities to do that. It doesn't look real airtight when they kind of just pull that down and don't even really lock it in place. It just kind of sets there. Yeah. For some reason, though, I always I always picture them going super fast. Like the lower they are towards the ground, the faster they go. The higher up, they don't go as fast. I don't know why. I always thought. Well, what's the thing in the new trailer that the guy's flying right above the ground? Is that an X-Wing? X-Wing, I believe. But I remember some guy riding right above the ground, and it's cool. It reminds you of this. Yeah. Like of Zeb Zaneska just scraping the landscape trying to find Han and Luke. I found them. Now, the, while they did have weapons on them, uh, the these ships were not designed for battle. They were... They were designed for for patrol, which is what they gen with them. The I'm sorry, the rebellion used them for on Hoth is mainly for exploration, patrol, like you know, checking things in 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 a quick uh, fashion. Um, now, the when they when they went to um, Hoth, they had to modify the ships uh, for extended patrol in sub zero cli- uh, climates. They with like heaters and deicers. Uh, but they were upgraded to for use as assault vehicles with added cannons and retrofitted armor that they got off of X-wing and Y-wings. It'd be kind of cool if they had, if they showed us what one of these looked like before cannons and extra armor were put onto it. Uh, but there, I didn't see any pictures on Wikipedia of anything that doesn't look like a snowspeeder with weapons. It's, it's kind of funny you say that. Cause if I remember correctly, when I got the snowspeeder for Christmas, the laser guns, you had to put in like after, after market, like they came oh. disassembled. So you kind of, kind of got to see it if you had yeah. the toy, I think. <laughs> well, it's kind of cool that, that, that they had to, that they had to change it around and, and put armor and put it together with pieces from other ships like the X-Wing uh, and that sort of stuff. And I'll, and I'll go into a little bit of that when we go into some behind-the-scenes info on that a little later. The, seat, the, 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 the vehicle is always a two-seater. The back seat with the tow cable, that guy, when this was a, a cargo vehicle, well, that guy was the guy that was supposed to use the harpoon and tow cable to move uh, repulsor lift cargo modules. So that guy was in charge of the car, uh, the the cargo, and the front guy was obviously the pi- the pilot. So that wasn't meant for a person to sit there and and do battle. That was uh, that's pretty interesting. That these things that kind of plays into what Matt was saying, like that the rebels because they weren't I don't know funded like the Empire, they would have to make do with what was available. And if this wasn't yeah. a battle ready ship, that 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 guy that guy wasn't even supposed to be doing anything like that. That that. That makes this story cooler. It also wasn't a a cold weather battleship because they specifically say they're having trouble adapting them to the to the cold, which also makes me think they just got a hold of anything they could get a hold of. Yeah, yeah the the engines uh, would ice over; they would freeze up. Oh. Um, 
Oh, that's, so they, they, that's they actually had to put really cool that that details included in there. I kind of had to say in the back of my head, wondered what they meant by that. That's a cool answer. They had to add like heating elements and things to keep their engine from, from icing over, I guess. Like a, uh, almost like a diesel car where you have to thaw the gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I drove a 80, 1981 diesel uh, rabbit for one winter. Oh. That sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Although I got a million miles to the tank. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, they, these these things, while they were having a hard time adapting them to cold weather, they were very adaptable to a wide variety of environments. They There's there's uh, the swamp speeder, which has like flotation gear and water seals. There's a sand speeder with like filtration to ke- keep sand out of the engine. And there is a, the, what they call a sky speeder for higher altitudes. So I guess I don't know what the different. I don't know what the sky speeder. Maybe it maybe it had a air seal so they could have an internal life life support system. Possibly this thing, like you said, is the T whatever. I forget already. T forty seven. The T forty seven. Like as soon as yeah. I thought of that, the first thing I thought of was the T sixteen Skyhopper. And you mm-hmm. mentioned that this company manufactured those. So is that T thing just a? I don't know category or a cataloging reference for that company i think so because I'm, I'm i was trying to see if there was anything uh like a, anything that referenced like a t-class uh known transport there's uh well i mean their their original company name was tyrannics oh inertial compensator corporation so that my, and the X-Wing is called a T-65, by the way. Well, that's what I was going to oh, wow. ask you. Like, Do all of the Rebel ships have a, have a, I don't know, you call it a code name or whatever you want to call it, an alternate name that starts with T? It sounds like at least those two do. And this Skyhawk, yeah. you only see really the toy. Great it, it looks that way. Like I'm looking here, there's like a, like a T-06, which is like a real small, like a little speeder. Uh, speeder thing. I don't know what the Y wing is. I didn't look that one up. Um, it's a BTL, so there's a T in it, but it's not a T. But then there's like ah, but it's made by I-7, a completely different company. There you go. The I seven Howl Runner. Uh, so it, look, it looks like they have other classes, and the I seven actually kind of looks like a snow speeder a little bit. Does does uh, the T stand for anything? Probably the company name they were just saying. Yeah. Uh, the first, the first name of the original company was Tyronix. I like that idea because that kind of links in. Not that I was like when it links into our world, but I don't know a lot about military classifications. But it's always like the F fifteen, and the, you know, like they all have a yeah. an initial and a number, and this fitting in with that to me for some reason is cool. Right, it's cool. I do. I and, and this is actually one of my all time favorite. One of my all-time favorite vehicles from the from the entire. I was film. I was going to say that like obviously my, the Falcon's my favorite, but the Snowspeeder is I think Tim's right. This is my second favorite Star Wars ship. Hell yeah, it's awesome. The, the toy the toy was awesome. It was called the Rebel Armored. I think it was called the Rebel Armored Speeder, Rebel Armored Snowspeeder. Um, and it was it was just awesome. And the thing I liked about it, I think. I don't know if it was the first Star Wars toy to come with electronic lights and sounds. It may have been one of the first toys to come with the electronic lights and sounds. And I never had it. My cousin Ralph had it. My cousin Ralph had everything. You know, Ralph's been mentioned on this podcast more than anybody. I Freaking think. Ralph. <laughs> I should do I should do a fan profile with Ralph. It's like Vera from Cheers. We never actually see or hear him, but we hear about him all the time. Yeah, one yeah. of these days I'll call, I'll call Ralph up and and I'll see if I I don't think he even knows what a podcast is honestly. <laughs> it's time uh, Ralph shows his face. <laughs> Come on out. Come Same on time. out, Ralph. You are the father, Ralph. Ralph, Ralph Roche. I, I know the uh, the other uh, ships before that did have lights because the X wing had a little red light. Oh, in that's front right. Of it. So, so oh. did the. So did the TIE Fighter. It was a little tiny red bulb. But this one had those shafts mm-hmm. coming down with that mm. that vaguely white light. It was like an off-white that went down the tube. 
and that was a that was an improvement over what had been from the first wave of Kenner yeah. Colts. And did they? Just now, like did, you're talking about Shaft, a yeah. big black Shaft's man who fights crime. Did yes. the lights flash in a sequence, or, or was there something in there that spun that made it look like they gave the motion to it? Because I remember there being motion attached to those laser guns on the toy, but I can't remember if it was mechanical or electronic. I don't remember them being. I don't remember that effect. You might right, be look it up. There was there was definitely the lights going down. There was definitely a tow cable on the back, and I remember that popping off a lot. It was a little. Yeah. It was a little plastic box. In fact, I think I used it on my uh, Kenner graveyard art more. I was going to say, the- it popped off so much, it popped off your damn armor by the time it arrived here. to glue it back on. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. <laughs> and there was a was an actual little plastic gun with the tow cable. And I remember that string I was getting tangled up and tied up and stuff. And I remember, I remember taking that off because it was like getting in the way of that toy, which I fondly also remember as one of the greatest toys ever made i'm not just talking about star wars this is one of the greatest toys ever manufactured by anyone (laughs) in history i agree that toy i got the i got the answer i'm looking at looking at it online it's it's neither it's it's just rapidly flashes so it looks like laser pulsing so it's not moving but it's it's flashing so fast that it does give the illusion of movement it's pretty cool actually and looking at it again i was like taken aback right away as soon as i've seen it now now matt did you see jurassic world yet i have not this isn't giving anything away. Chris, Dave, did you notice? There's a snow speeder in it. There's a snow speeder. No, I was kidding. <laughs> I, did you notice the snow speeder? Are you, are you serious? What? Yeah, there was a snow speeder when, at the beginning of the movie when when the little kid's in his room and about to leave. You know, his mom comes in and says, time to go. On I his shelf, looking, he has a he has a snow speeder. Oh, no cool. Way. I was looking yeah. for something back there. I didn't catch that at all. Yeah. No fucking way. Yep. This snow is speeder. the greatest thing I've heard all day. <laughs> So now the snow speeder does, ex- or I should say, the, the the world of Jurassic exists in our universe with Star Wars. Ah, uh, I am get Tim. Thank you for telling me that. <laughs> I'm glad I listened to the show. Yeah, there's a snow Maybe speeder so. in Jurassic World. Why didn't I think of that? Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's that's um. That's, That's cool. A Jurassic World. Did you ever try it when you were playing with your toy? Did you ever? Is that try- a masturbation reference? Because the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it rapid fires just like the lights in the toy. <laughs> and it tow cables out. <laughs> tow cable always pops off. <laughs> Wait, what? I wrapped that tow cable around my neck for autoerotic. <laughs> oh! I do it to trip my wife and get her in that same position. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Her shields are too strong for your blaster. <laughs> Watch that crossfire, boys. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Yeah, is there more than one there? I don't know. I was talking to the two Cambodians. That we <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's full release. That's the cable. Did you ever try and fit that thing? Whoa! <laughs> it's going to sound really sexy. Again, yes. Did you ever try and fit that snow speeder between the legs of the ad <laughs> Probably it didn't fit, huh? No, no I, just, I didn't have the ad at <laughs> Tim. Ad-at. I can picture a, an eight-year-old Tim humping his ad at. I can picture a forty-some-year-old Tim humping his ad at. I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> I don't have an ad at. I never have. I never had an ad at. I never had an ATST. I never had a snow speeder. Oh, Ralph did. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph had did. all those things. Ralph Damn. had all that Ralph. stuff. No, the scale was off between the snow speeder. I guess so, yeah, and, and the ad at which the belly, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously you couldn't have you couldn't have the scale be right. But I remember playing with that thing and and trying to actually get it through there, and it was like it was it was frustrating. You were like eight years old, Carson, saying "Fuck, <laughs> I can do this." <laughs> Fucking Ralph, which <laughs> Ralph can do it. Ralph walks in. Yeah, watch this. How does he do that? That defies logic and physics. <laughs> get him a house, Ralph. I'm Ralph, motherfucker. Straight and then he drops the microphone and leaves. Oh. <laughs> um, now, these uh, very few of the snow speeders actually survived the Battle of Hoth. And they're difficult to evacuate uh, this kind of stuff on short notice. And obviously, you can't fly into space with these. So they had to leave them on Hoth. Uh, that's a shame. But they didn't want the Empire. It was kind of like 
it's kind of like in in real world military, like um, the Battle of Atlanta in the Civil War, where they knew they knew the 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 Union Army was coming, and as a as a big fuck you to the Union Army, they burned Atlanta. They just destroyed the whole fucking city and destroyed the railroads so that the Union Army didn't have anything to take with them and use against them. So that's what they did. They destroyed. They basically destroyed anything that the that they weren't able to take with them so that the empire couldn't use it for their needs later on fuck That's, you empire yeah well i guess it makes sense yeah but it's sad for people who want to collect them <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. One of the, okay. a snow a snow trooper comes like god damn it this is a collector's item the t47 they stopped making these when the t48 and the t49 came out Goomer shit yeah, that's his Dolan voice. <laughs> I'm New Ireland. New Ireland. I'm in snow. I don't know why they need to put a flat face on the front of us in the snow, but when everywhere else we have kind of a happy face. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> Where was that guilty? Come here, Yana, and make a snow cow. <laughs> hey, it's Darth Vader. Can't hide on Hoth with that guy. He's black. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a racial thing. His color is <laughs> in, around him is white. We know. It's like it's it's like a polar bear hiding its nose. Anyway, uh, I can that's all I got on on the snow speeder. I can some tell what Tim's, when Tim's laughing a lot, but he, I can I can I can hear his sniffling. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's when you know I'm having a good time. Uh, when I'm snorting, I'm having a good time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so behind the scenes, uh, the info and I, I, Matt had given me an awesome book, uh, called star Wars concept. And I used that along with my art of empire strikes back to find out some information here. Hey, look, on- someone that Matt gave a book to used it, Chris. <laughs> I have a book open right now, actually. Oh, okay. Then but my bad. Not this like a Peter. Oh, book. you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sounds of star Wars. I can't wait to see Freddy versus Jason. <sighs> I the, hope if Freddy's for real, and I hope he cuts you. That's nice. But doesn't kill the, you. The original. <laughs> well, good. I got that going for me. The original concept for the these the speeders were they they weren't made by a corporation, obviously, in the original concept. But what they were in Ralph McQuarrie's original Ralph McQuarrie and Joe Johnson, uh, their work is they wanted to create a vehicle that looked like it may have been made out of. Uh, used pieces from X-Wings and Y-Wing fighters. So they wanted to make it seem like those, like they just took pieces off of those and created a new ship. Um, where you, and you see Joe, uh, Ralph McQuarrie's early versions are very different than, than what the final thing is. And they actually made a toy of the, one of Ralph McQuarrie's early concepts. It was, it was one of the early expanded universe toys. And I think he only released it. Well, it's probably pretty collectible right right now. They released it. It was just a very simple, simple speeder with, and it actually came with its own pilot that has never been released since then. So that's probably a pretty rare toy out there. I haven't seen it in a very long time, but I do remember they on the shelves, and I said, "I'm not buying that shit." But <laughs> uh, uh, since I've since I've grown to appreciate the concept art. Since then, I, I now kind of wish I had it. Um, Joe Johnson's work was a little close to the final product, and um, the final model that was built by uh, Lauren Peterson was uh, a combination of the two the two designs. And so the one that we see in the film is a combo between Johnson, Macquarie, and then the work of uh, Lauren Peterson. <clears throat> um do, 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 do. That do, might do, do, be that might be just do, 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 do other show that we just did. Yeah. <laughs> that might be that might be all I got. Everything else on my list here, we we we, we didn't we didn't about. we didn't talk about your guys' thoughts when Luke used the harpoon cable and went up there and threw it in. Did you believe that, or do you think that was just kind of like? I was looking into the snow speeder. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is, is the thing? Is he's that he's pulling? Did he actually pull the tow cable off the back of his ship? No, no, no. Is that no. what he's using? I was just wondering. I was watching, just looking at this picture here, thinking, how does that little guy go up there and throw a little tiny bomb and the whole thing? Falls? We didn't talk about how Siler can eat people's brains either. And that has <laughs> nothing to do with this either. That's from Heroes? Yeah. Ah. 
Wow. I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> I knew. I was just looking at the picture here, and that was just reminding me from that. Yeah, I feel like that was the tow cable. Like, because he's not carrying the big know, ass rope. I mean, a zip line around with him. Yeah. Well, but, at first, at first, I thought, oh, he's trying to save Dak. But no, was he? <laughs> he's like, fuck Dak. He's dead. I'm getting this tow cable. I always yeah. I thought it was an independent thing, and I think it fits in with the story you told. It sounds like it's if these things are towing different items and something needs like a second tow line to help maneuver it. It sounds like there'd be a portable one on there to jump out of the speeder and guide whatever you need. So I could see that being on the side of the vehicle when they bought them from. Yeah. From Dak wasn't quite dead. Yeah. Dak's like, save me, Luke. Save me. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> your time's done. I was like, it's okay. Pretty darn thick and heavy. Well, it could have been, it could have been, I think kind of like maybe what Matt's saying, like it could have been a, uh, uh, uh refiller kind of like ammunition oh, yeah. ammunition canister for that gun that was just loose like that that's what you stick in the gun to, to load the cable like yeah, he just took true. the he just took the canister kind of thing he didn't like sit there and like disassemble the thing unroll around his arm <laughs> yeah run over All right. I kind of thought when I was little I mean this is when I was little that he was trying to drag Dak's body out of there out of <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like whether you know, like you just assume Dak is dead. Like he he he's like Dak Dak, and he doesn't answer, and he's just right. like, hey, fuck it, he's dead. Right. Like what if he was just you know like you know wounded and he just couldn't answer? Luke doesn't give a shit. I thought actually in the back seat he turned to a frog. <laughs> <laughs> you that know, makes the, sense. The the scene of uh, of Luke jumping out of the the ship when oh. the foot comes down. Mark Hamill told a story at one of the celebrations about that scene where his, his wife was pregnant with his first son, Nathan, and he was on set and they were shooting a bunch of the Hoth stuff. And, uh, and he got a call that she had gone into labor and he was like, he was like, guys, my wife is, is going to squirt out a baby. I got to get the hell out of here. (laughs) And they're like, okay, okay, Luke or, um, you know, Mark, We'll, we'll let you go, but we just need to get this one shot. We need you to get this shot where you jump out of the ship. It's just one shot. It'll it it, it won't. It'll just take a second. Won't do anything. So he 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 does the he does the shot where he, he he jumps out, and he said that he landed on his thumb, and like the the on the first jump came down, and that's the and that's the shot that they use in the movie. Came down his thumb and like screwed up his thumb. Like, I don't think he broke, but like sprained it or something. Oh, boo-hoo. And while he was going to the hospital, he also had to have him work on his hand while he was there because he messed up his hand while jumping out of the damn snow speeder. My oh, thumb, I sprained it. <laughs> I want to know why Tim can say, squirt at a child. Yeah. But he can't say, are you hurting for a squirting? <laughs> <laughs> I want answers, Tim. I want to see. I want a footage of that. His wife is going through the most excruciating pain that any person can humanly go through, and he gets there and he's like, "I have a boo boo on my thumb." Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Cowboy up, dude. Oh, he's like, "Would you like to be cut swell- the cord with what? My hand is broken. You have another one. <laughs> it might be up. swollen. I can't tell. I'm right-handed, but please look at it." <laughs> didn't you hear me? I jammed my thumb. <laughs> my thumb didn't work, and I had to throw all the trash from In and Out Burger out my window on the way here. Now, I'm, who, not, I'm not laughing at. Now who's got a butt? <laughs> well, I can barely pick up here. a cigarette butt out of the ashtray in the waiting room. That's not. I'm not laughing. Aren't you the guy that came in here a year ago with his face torn off in a car accident? <laughs> oh, 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 yes, that was me. I know I don't look the same anymore. <laughs> you sucks in holiday special. Shut up. I'm going to hitchhike. Will you sign <laughs> my night the night the lights went out in Georgia poster? <laughs> I wonder if when his wife was delivering and the baby was born, you know, like how guys share cigars, if he had to go through all of the ashtrays in the whole place. <laughs> Pull out the cigars. Nubs. I'm that. That's yeah. fun. It's a boy. It's a boy. It's a girl. Uh, get rid of that one. <laughs> Just a, a little, a little, uh, so, uh, side note to that. A little ending story is Chris and I, I don't know about Chris, but I have that baby signature on my episode one poster. <laughs> Chris, did you get Nathan Hamill on your poster? Yeah, I think I did because I think you told me he's over there at the table, and then I, and then I ran over there. Yes, I, I did get. Him. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Yes, very nice guy, Nathan Hamill. 
Handsome well, guy. He was. I really. He he was so close to doing an Artmore project with us. He was like, "Oh, let me think about it." And then he got back to me. He was like, "No." Yep. But nice. he did one of those damn nice guy. Yeah. Well, he is a. <laughs> he, but he, he did. He did one of those damn uh, Vader uh, Vader case projects for Celebration this past year. But he didn't do an Artmore for us. We he could have done so much more with that Artmore project. That's that is the price of associating yourself with our show. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's right. <laughs> that anyway, that's that's all I got. I know you would, we'd, we're kind of done talking about it, but <laughs> I'd like to go on the record again and say I don't think of any toy I've ever played with in my entire life. That you played with that more than the Falcon? Yes. Yeah. Because that thing you could the Falcon was great. You kind of sat it there more and used it as like a set it piece. Just look cool. Yeah. This thing as a child fit in your hand. You could you could that was in the backyard, that was yeah. in the living room, that was everywhere. That thing that thing was possibly my favorite all time Star Wars ship. Because awesome. and that was our heyday. Like we were seven years yeah. old then. Yeah. That was that was the heyday of playing with that stuff. And was there anything cooler than that? Probably not. Nope. I just remember my dad put the sticker on crooked. I was like, "You bastard!" Thirty-five years later. Yeah, like it was his. Like I couldn't put the stickers on. He had to put the stickers on. And I remember one of them was on crooked. And I was like, every time I picked it up, I looked at that well, sticker. Why ruined? Never put on. <laughs> Even now, toys today. Why are they just put on the damn sticker? People, yeah, put in the box with a sticker on it. How hard is that? Yeah, people. people. I think it's it's a it's a cost saving thing. It's like if they had someone put the stickers on, it would add five ten dollars to the price because you're talking man hours. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, person, Chris. You have there's like new ones, right? Like you, what do you have? Do you have the retro one? Do you have like I know there's been different I, versions. Probably I got the old one for sure, but I think Luke once in a while gets like an occasional thing here and there. Yeah, Luke I gets them. Get, <laughs> I don't get they, that stuff much uh, often, but they they put one out um, for I think the anniversary edition a few years ago, which was like. A super detailed. It was a huge, super detailed one. It was so awesome. I didn't buy it. <laughs> Still don't have it. One of I, these smashed, days. I smashed the hell out of mine for my last art. Yeah, we, we remember. We did. Lots of pieces of Snowspeeder on that thing. Um, when in a movie, when like especially the, the shots of like I said, Zeb Sineska, Do they have like flaps on them that open and close? Yeah, that was cool. That always made me think they used them to turn left and right. Like they used the wind friction to help them make turns. Yes. Because they, those things, like especially during that battle, they could kind of turn on a dime. Yeah. Um, I love that detail. I mean, they could have done, they could have taken the easy way out and just had that be a model that, you know, they superimposed over the, the landscape. But to add those things in, those little details are what make, makes things great. Yep. I agree. Fantastic. Is it time for some <laughs> feedback? I can't do it. <laughs> yes. We'll go back to the emails. I didn't get through all the emails on the last episode, so Ooh. we're back to emails. Subject, Swick Feedback. It says, hey, guys, I've been meaning to write in for a while to tell you guys that I love the podcast. It always jumps to the front of my playlist whenever I get a new one downloaded. Just finished the IT-0 episode, and I have to say, it was surprised that the Tauntaun didn't come up when Chris said he was going to sweat shit. <laughs> That's a good point. That's right, because they do, don't they? Yeah. I'm trying gotta, to figure out the, the, the context of the, that. The, um, the, uh, ta- if I remember right, the Tauntaun excreted its waste through its body scales. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. It says, keep up the great work, and I can't... Wait to keep hearing more of your incredible tangents like the best torture scenes in movies. My vote on that score has to be the scene in Casino Royale where La uh, Chiffre, is that Chiffre? The, the Chiffre. Chiffre? The Chiffre. Chiffre. Okay, is torturing Bond who responds with, everyone's going to know you died scratching my balls. <laughs> I, just, I know I delivered that poorly, but I'm not going to try to do that impression. That's a that's a fucking that is a good one. And we I remember us. We were all contemplating. Then is that why there's no James Bond Junior? Because he got his nuts smashed so much, so much in that scene that he can't have kids. So he can just plow through all those women and not, yeah. not work. He, a baby. Daddy. He uh, no little JJ Bond 
in the in the Casino Royale book, it goes on for at least three pages about him worrying about his balls <laughs> and about uh, the girl, uh, the 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 girl Vesper Vesper Lynn or whatever her name was, yeah. worrying about is his unit going to work wow. for about three pages in the original book. <laughs> They're they're probably bruised for like weeks, man. Weeks. Oh yeah, there was no way he was going to be. Uh, he'd be hurting for a squirting. Oh, you say it again. I'm say it saying. again. Thunderballs. <laughs> uh, last line says total badass right there, just like Chris, Matt, and Dave. Suck it, Tim. Yeah, and that was from Ken. <laughs> right, Thank you, kid. Squirt it. <laughs> uh, next one is subject Star Wars reference on NPR Science. He says, I listen to numerous podcasts and Swick is by far my favorite, but today I really had to laugh while listening to NPR Science. They had a show discussing the drought out in California and started discussing new technologies related to pulling moisture out of the air and related it to Luke Skywalker being a moisture farmer. Because of Chris, in the entire episode, I was expecting someone to refer to it as a moisture farming. <laughs> it made me laugh keep up the great work swick is such a great show and that is from sean so thank you sean and moisture one more it's, it's wait okay Moist, say what tell me, tell me what to say what moisture? is the wet stuff what would you call Mo- it? moisture nice. oh there you go uh, last one for feedback says subject says your podcast is awesome. Hello, Swick. I'm Cody. I'm a big fan. I liked you on Facebook and will be a Patreon soon enough. I just want to say I love your podcast and would love to be on it. Sadly, that couldn't be possible. At least I'm able to talk to you like this. To wrap up, I love your podcast. Listen to it every day, and I'm looking forward to up to 200 plus episodes. Thanks for reading, Cody. Well, thanks for is writing, it- Cody. Is it not possible because he has like a Stephen Hawking type talking machine? I don't know. He didn't say why, and yeah. I didn't respond back. But if he's if he's listening to this, you can tell us why it's not possible if you want to share. Unless it's really embarrassing, then no. Thank you, Cody. Thanks, Thank Cody. you, Cody. And last but not least, speaking of Patreon, we have our supporter of the week, and Ooh. pulled randomly from all the names I printed out. And this week is another gentleman we met at Balls for All. He came from. All the way down under in Australia, it is Wade Burton. Oh, Wade. So thank you, Wade, for your support. Thank you for listening, and thank you for attending Balls for All. That was awesome. There's a great picture that never made it on the Facebook of you and Chris that I have as my screensaver right now. Chris, you know the picture, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about Balls for All. He was all. I mean, he was. He is awesome. He was. He was really... <laughs> That guy, I mean, he, he he's a party animal. He just doesn't know that I'm, I can't keep you're, up with him. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was going, 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 and he was awesome. Once upon a time, <laughs> he brought he brought all those candies for us, and oh, I yeah. ate every we, one of them. Me and Christy went through those. Those are so good, like Delicious. those cherry coconut dark chocolate covered things. Yeah. Oh, those uh-huh. are so good. So thank Delicious. you, Wade. We're going to be using part of your patronage to buy some more of those candies. Thank you very much. Awesome guy. This is Star Wars artist Kevin Lyle from NorseLegion.com, a wretched hive of scum and Star Wars jewelry. Well, Dave, is it time? Time for what? Tim, say it. It's time for the Lyle file. Lyle file. Which I have to admit, I got the hardest question last time. Oh, stop. For those who for those who don't know, uh, Star Wars artist and trivia master extraordinaire Kevin Lyle has uh, has agreed to help us out with this round of trivia. So we are uh, he has recorded a whole bunch of questions for us to answer, and um, that's what we're going to attempt to do. Well, three of us are going to answer him, and then Chris is just going <laughs> to zing. Suck it, Chris. Who suck it? Who is <laughs> suck it? For, oh, Chris is first, isn't he? Yeah. Yes, right. it's Chris, Dave, Matt, and Tim, and the scores go like this. Chris has zero, and the three of us got our question right. So it's one to one to, one to th- uh, zero. I know, Dave. So Next. I have all the numbers of the questions printed out in a cup here that I'm going to shake up again and randomly pull Chris's first, well, every, the first question, which happens to be Chris's, and it is number five. Are you ready, Chris? I'm ready. All right, here is number five. Away, Kevin. 
What Japanese filmmaker did George Lucas famously borrow from while making the first three Star Wars movies? Chris, how many Japanese filmmakers I know? Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla directed so many movies. I, w- I was saying this is that be- I thought of Godzilla. The first thing I thought of, <laughs> I know not in person. All right, I do. And then I thought of Ang. He's, he's officially a Japanese citizen, though. As recently, that's true. Announced. That is true. Then I thought of Ultraman. Yeah, Ultraman. Then Astro I thought of Boy Kenny Blankenship. Then Kenny Blankenship. Pokemon. Just this is just. <laughs> just, just, just pure bullshit. All right. I know the answer. I, I don't know anything. I don't know. As anything. the Japanese say, suck it, oh Chris. I can't do that. I don't know. Uh, uh, anyone here now? Does anyone know? I, 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 know. I know. The three of you know this. Yep. This song, I'm going to give you a hint. That's not going to help me. This, unless I'm wrong and then I'm an asshole. Uh, this name this name is mentioned in a Bare Naked Ladies song. Am I right? It's been... It's been one week since I looked at... Is that how it goes? Yeah, you're going to sing the whole song? I don't know the whole song. Uh, oh, yeah, he does, yeah, he does say it. And he makes films. <laughs> like blank, I make mad films. But I don't make films. But if I did, they'd have a samurai. The best vine I've ever seen in my life was like you looked at an iPhone for three seconds, and all of a sudden a picture of Ben Affleck came up, and the only clip you heard of the ringtone was "It's Ben." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I don't know. I, I don't know this. All right. Well, we'll I'm see. Sorry. We'll I'm see sorry. if uh, the three of us. Are I don't know right. this. Don't hate me because I, I don't I'm know beautiful. This. <laughs> I was thinking that. I almost said that too. All right, you ready for the answer? Yeah, what's the answer? The answer is Akira Kurosawa. Okay, I didn't know the first name. I knew the last name. Kurosawa, yeah. I have no idea. Seven Samurai, Hidden Fortress, Ron. Japanese movies. Captain Ron? (laughs) (laughs) Captain Ron? Ron, Ron, the old uh, robot? Space Knight? Um, Rocket Man? He didn't make Rocket Man. So far, you are playing. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Shaking it up. What do we Shaking it up. Watch, watch. Are you going to bellyache if you I'm telling you right now, this thing's easy. I- I'm off the show. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hope this is easy. I'm ready. <laughs> C-3PO's first letter of the name. Oh, wait, I messed that up. <laughs> okay. Number 22. Let me pull up that. Soundboard 2222. Okay, ready, Dave? Yes. Question 22. What is Princess Leia's first line of dialogue in A New Hope? I love his voice, though. God damn. A cooch scrat is itchy. Right, the first time you see her, she's sticking it into Darth or R2D2. Oh. <laughs> and then she's walking down the hall to see Darth Vader. I think the first word she says is Darth Vader. I should have known you'd be so bold. That's my guess. Darth Vader, I should have known you'd be so bold. All right. Let's see what Kevin says the answer is. The answer is Darth Vader. Only you could be so bold. Ooh. Ooh. Didn't get it right. I'm not giving it to him. You asshole. Oh, you're a dick. No, he, he's, he's got it. Yeah. He's I, half boys. He's 100% got it. Yeah. Yep. He's got it. All right. Okay. Is it me? I'm up. No Japanese in that question, huh, Dave? It's Matt's turn. All right, 19. 19. Oh, same soundboard. All right, here we go. Question 19. Who was the Supreme Chancellor before Palpatine? Who? Oh, <laughs> again, thank you to this show. This show is going to win me trivia. <laughs> it was our favorite, and I believe episode number 10, Chancellor of Abortum. I mean, Valorum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what's, what's his first answer. name. What's his first name? Phineas. Phineas T. Valorum. Venice Bellorum. Venice Bellorum. Salacious Crumb and Dak Rettler. All right. Let's see what it says here. The answer is Chancellor Valorum. Hell yeah. Uh, woohoo. No Japanese there. <laughs> All right. 
Let's see. That didn't sound like a, a thing of being shook. What does it, it sound like? It's not. It sound like, How's that? <laughs> Friction. It sounded like someone was masturbating. Really? Yeah, it did. It okay. did sound like a little bit. Number not 21. What's this sound like? Same thing. That was me masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number 21. Japanese question. <laughs> question 21. Which British future leading lady played Queen Amidala's decoy and bodyguard in The Phantom Menace? That's, this is just bullshit. <laughs> I didn't even get to hear the end of the Akira question. Akira Kurosawa. <laughs> Otherwise known as Akira Knightley. That's, that's just ridiculous. Tim, you can oh, really oh, suck it. Oh, I suck it at Chris. Oh. The answer is Kira Knightley. <laughs> Well, like like anything, this is this is this is fixed, rigged. It's Kevin random. I'm pulling paper out of a cup. It doesn't get much more random than that. I know for a fact, Kevin Law is sitting next to you, and when it's my turn, <laughs> you read something to me, and then he goes home. <laughs> Dave, what's the scores, Dave? After two episodes of the Lyle File mm-hmm. trivia contest, yeah, great game, Chris Zero. Dave, Matt, Tim, too. Mm-hmm. The answer is zero. <laughs> <laughs> good for you all. Oh, good for you. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Karen Knightley, come on. It's ridiculous. I tell you. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode featuring the Snow Speeder. T47. T47. There's the popcorn. Because <laughs> next time we discuss Agmina. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information.